Welcome to 7 Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I'm Edwin. And I'm Sam. And for the past seven days, I have chosen Dungeon Hunter 5 for Edwin to play. Oh boy. Dungeon Hunter 5 or V, whichever you like. Or if you're a Roman numerals fan, by all means, go with the V. If you don't like Roman numerals and you like normal numbers, then 5 it is. <laughs> yeah, it depends if you're using the Apple... Naming conventional. Dungeon Hunter 5 is a 2015 game from Game Loft. Game Loft. Let me say that again. It's from Game Loft, mm. which is a Ubisoft company or oh, Ubisoft. Who also own one of our favorite game studios, Ketchup. They are a Paris based company that makes games in general. Ubisoft, you might know from other games that I've mentioned. Division being one of them. Thomas Clancy's Thomas the Clancy's The Division. Mm-hmm. Mm. Made by Ubisoft. Also, popular games such as. Assassin's Creed. You know, I love the section of the show where Sam just says words and I look stupidly at him nodding. Assassin's Creed. There is multiple Assassin's Creed, or as I like to call them, Ass Creed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Obviously. But they also make a bunch of um, mobile games through Game Loft. You might have heard some of these. Let me read you some, Edwin. Have you heard <laughs> of the Asphalt series? No. Have you heard of Tank Battle? Uh... I can guess what it is, but I don't think I have. <laughs> have you heard of the Modern Combat series? Oh, that's not a description, it's a name. Okay, nope, not heard of that either. Have you heard of Sniper Fury? <laughs> Sniper Fury. <laughs> Which I think you might have actually played at one point. Hmm. You might have mentioned like a sniper game. Yeah, I did momentarily dabble in a sniper game, but I forgot what it's called. I can't remember if the sniper was furious or not. Right, it could have been like some other sniper game. They're like, 10 different sniper games that are out there. That does seem to be quite Probably curious. all with a man screaming in the icon <laughs> ah! with like crosshair on it. Right. Um, another game that they're popular for, which came out quite recently, is called Dead Rivals. Okay. So. Okay. A lot of games. A lot of games. They make a lot of games. And it's they're quite all, a big loft they yeah, have there. They have a big loft. It has many levels. They have big- lofty ambitions. <laughs> That's what my loft jokes i have i was surprised that this was a 2015 game i actually thought this came out more recently yeah i was surprised too it plays nicely i guess maybe when iphones had less memory they had to uh, cut some of the corners but it looked great yeah um i'm surprised because it it was maybe it was just updated recently because it just popped up i know that they they have been making a lot of these dungeon hunter games and just the five seem kind of new yeah i think they've i mean looking at the version at the uh release notes they seem to update it every couple of months so they're adding new characters adding, mm. adding more baffling elements to the interface <laughs> more things to buy more big swords so this is actually one of the few games that have also released on the playstation 4 the playstation vita the xbox and even on pc switch? yeah not on switch oh. So interesting. Um, I think, you know, rarely a game like this. But I, I can imagine, like, if you're really into it from a mobile perspective, you probably want to play it at home on a beefier machine. Although it runs perfectly fine on the iPhone. Yeah, my phone didn't, didn't even get that hot. Now, Sam, one of the things, one of the little side quests we set ourselves when we found out who we were going to play this game last week was to create the character. Right. But I didn't see that or couldn't find it in the game at all. No, me neither. And usually for a game like this, you know, one of the things that you get excited about and start rubbing your legs is on the aspect of rubbing your character's legs. <laughs> Why did we think we had one? Maybe there was a screenshot? Well, I think the description. The app Store, yeah. Yeah, the description in the App Store had something to that point. So are we both the same bland white man with a hood? Yes. Oh, 
Well, that is a little disappointing. I know. I couldn't even change it to female. Yeah, there's a lot of everyday sexism in this game. Well, which put me off on the wrong foot to begin with. Yeah, I didn't expect that sexism, but you know, 2015 is a different year from 2018 uh, or 2019. I refused to accept that excuse. <laughs> no, but it's true. But yeah, it was kind of gross. But let me read. Yeah, I, I thought there was something about like creating your own character. Yeah. Oh well. So I'm afraid I could not Monster Factory my own character. Hmm. That's a shame. It's a shame. Oh, it says hundreds of customization option in the preview. Maybe we mistaken that as being able to to change the face. Oh, I mean, right. what is that if not customizing? Right, that kind of defeats the purpose. Is it all like the uh, the leveling up options of more think, armor and more swords yeah, and more shooting things? I think it's like things. the weapons and the armor and all That's that stuff. But you do get to name your own character. What did you name your character? Well, this is one of the first hurdles. <laughs> You open the game, God knows what it does for two minutes, but there's a big, yeah, there's a it's like progress bar that does connecting, initializing. initializing. Yeah, does. And the first thing you get, bam, what's your character's name? Mm. And that actually put me off. I, I lost a day playing because I couldn't think of a good name. They suggested a name which was just terrible. There was no indication that you could change it in future or it wasn't permanent. Mm. I just felt like a very heavy first step to be confronted with. I would have liked them to say, hey, you don't need to name it right now. You can change it later in the settings. Right. Which I'm not even sure you can. You cannot. I don't think you can. Right. That just, I mean, that's just a lot of pressure up front. That is. To think of a name. Uh, and so I couldn't think of a name. So. You lost a day. So I lost a day of playing. Because mm. this stupid name. Because it felt like a big thing to name your character. Right. So. I am interested are, though. We in... are revisiting one of our favorite characters. From Stardew Valley. That's right. Everyone's favorite is back. Panda Queef. <laughs> is here. Which does undermine quite a lot of the dramatic dialogue. Well, you know, Panda Queef might have meant something else in the Dungeon Hunter world. <laughs> I think they knew what pandas were? I'm not sure. <laughs> it just has like a nice roll off the tongue. <laughs> ah, yes, Panda Queef. <laughs> Reviled mercenary. How about you, Sam? Uh, Let so, me guess, some alias. Yeah, so that's that's <laughs> the reason why I have this stupid name is because I could just add it, and in conversation, it's kind of silly because it's it's a play on my name, but stupid, right? Also, it's it could be kind of serious if I wanted to, mm. right? It does sound like a it spans both comedic and serious, right? Like it could be in the world of Spartacus, right? It's like Samlius, yeah, Samlius yep. Spartacus Maximus, right? <laughs> yep, one of those. One of those stupid names. So yeah, immediately when I have an opportunity like this and I don't want to think of anything, I just add that as my name. Yeah. So that didn't hold me up. I'm a seasoned bad namer. Right. You have played these games before. Right. And you know that you just need to get to the next part. Yeah, you can't change your name. I'm in the character section. Right. You cannot change your name. I can view a guild. I didn't know what that is. Mm. Right. Mm. So when you look at the interface, there are your lots, brain explodes. There, yeah, there are lots of buttons. <laughs> let me let me count. Oh boy. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Is this the Cristiano Ronaldo 14, 15, 16, school 16, 16, of UI design? 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. About 23 buttons. But I have to say it is hierarchically ordered pretty nicely. Not as messy and sloppily as like 
what Zlatan Legends previously used to be. They've now since cleaned it up. And also what uh, Cristiano Ronaldo smile for all time game uh, is, is as well. Um, but yeah. But I do find it baffling as to what to do next. Mm. Like after you do the tutorial. Right. So. Yeah. That oh, is, do oh, that tutorial. Oh, that tutorial. Let's talk about that tutorial. Normally tutorials are pretty good because it gets you into the mood of the game. I still think it is often, it's like a crutch. If it's, I think, I think you ideally don't need a tutorial. Mm. I think if your game is set up for you to just play, I think the tutorial should be pretty minimal, right? If anything, maybe the story should be a little bit more guided, right? Like, I think a tutorial is a great way to inject, I mean, a, a dialogue, like an initial dialogue, initial story is a really great way to inject some of that tutorial. But yeah, this was like heavy-handed with both the tutorial and the story that you might not care about for both. Like you just want to jump into it, right? Like and figure stuff out. And it didn't really allow you to skip. Right, right. I think I had must have played that tutorial maybe two or three times mm. because I would get bored because it takes a while. Yeah. You need to set aside 10, 15 minutes or so to get through that tutorial. It felt like a long ass tutorial. Well, actually it did take me a long time as well. And it's broken up into, I would say, six different parts, right? Six, almost like you have to go through four missions mm-hmm. in the, or three or four missions for you to be done with all of the tutorials. And what did you learn, Sam? You learned... Because that, I learned nothing. I was furious the whole time. Well, here's the <laughs> thing that it tries to take you through, right? So you have two weapon sets, right? You have the your normal slash and sword weapon sets, which I think your character first starts off with. Mm-hmm. And then it teaches you about the fact that you can switch over to the ranged weapon set to use oh, yes. your, your bow, right? An arrow. The John Wu style double crossbow. Right. And it also teaches you some nice stuff like, you know, it pops up the interface on like when you can roll, which was handy. Yep. And it also teaches you how to do your special move, which was like the electric thing. Oh yeah, just tap the button with the electric thing on it. Electric blast. <laughs> like, I just mm, right, like yeah. that could have all been there for you to figure it out, and I don't know why it took that nuanced approach of explaining every single element that was on your screen with a dialogue full of bad British accents. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my British accent is better than this. I would say so too. Yeah, <laughs> agreed. I think my American accent is better than their British accent. But yeah, very true. <laughs> I think your American accent sounds more British than their British accent. <laughs> Sam, what level did you get to? So I got did to you... level six. Uh, oh my days, I'm level seven. What? <laughs> How is this possible? How is this possible? <laughs> uh, so after the tutorial, I did a quest. I did whatever it suggested. Right. I think that is the solo or the stronghold. Sure. Which are sure. both two very different things. Solo stronghold, I couldn't tell you the difference. But solo is essentially the main campaign that takes you through um, this numbered map, right? Mm. Tells you a little bit of the story of the campaign. You're obviously a mercenary helping out some army for reasons. Yep. Unknown to you. Medieval times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking down on women. I think that's one of the main campaign reasons. Mm, I see. Yes. The put women in their place campaign. (laughs) I see. Um. And I had a helper who came along. Right. Who is that a real person? No. Yes, that is a real person. So that's where like the co-op, I think, 
yeah. comes into play. But they were very stupid. So you had- right. So I don't. I can't tell if it was just like a dumb AI. I thought it was dumb AI. Yet when you finish, it says, "Do you want to send an ally request to right. this person?" So it kind of like, seems okay. like it is an actual character. It is an actual person's character. I'm just not sure if they're actually playing at the time. Yeah. Should we try and describe the gameplay? Yeah. Before we complain about the rest of the game more. Right. So if you're familiar with a game like Diablo. Oh boy. Uh, which is like a top-down hack and slash uh, in an isometric view. So hack you, and slash New Jersey. I, mean, I think I made that joke before. <laughs> but I can't help myself again. It's good. Yeah, they I'm have like, the White Castle there. <laughs> in my suitcase of hamburgers. <laughs> so it's a hack and slash game where you're going around... Uh, defeating enemies by tapping on them or tapping on the hack button, essentially. And you have a lot of different types of enemies. Uh, but the one of the main points of this game is to try and increase your level. And you do that by repeatedly killing these monsters and also increasing uh, your items. So the more enemies you kill, uh, the better items that they drop. Every once in a while, at the end of the level, you'll get rewarded with a treasure box in which multiple loot items will emerge from. So uh, in a game like Diablo, it's really cool because as soon as you get the item, you can use it right away, read the stats, see that it's an improvement from the weapons that you currently have, equip it, and use it right away. Mm-hmm. Forever, but, but However, for this game, the interesting thing is it doesn't allow you to set the weapon or even retrieve the weapon until you're done with the level. So there's a little bit of that mm-hmm. where it's engaging you to play throughout. And then once you do that, it rewards you with the items that you've collected throughout that, that map or that level. So my experience was that the combat was trivially easy, mm. which I think, which is of course a deliberate decision. Maybe they make it super easy to begin with and yep. then it gets harder as you play more. I don't know, that didn't really engage me very much. I was just like, oh mm. boy. In fact, I was, I was playing the game at the office, as you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone came over to talk to me. I had a chat with them. So I put the game down, kind of forgot about it. Picked it up. I was being hacked, hacked by enemies for the last five minutes and I wasn't even paying attention. And my health was still at like 50%. Mm. <laughs> like it was just, they're just comically bad at injuring you, which just, oh, I don't know. That just didn't. Yeah, there's no not, risk. There was no risk. Yeah. There's absolutely no risk. At least on those opening levels and stuff. Right. Which is, this kind of led me to wonder like, well, can we get to the trickier parts? Mm. sooner because right now the most difficult part is just finding your way around the map right and finding which which things you can walk off and which things you can't walk off and even that is kind of yeah (laughs) you can't jump i think that was one of the other problems not problem but something i found frustrating is that there's no jump button (laughs) you just wanted to jump (laughs) jump off off a cliff (laughs) (laughs) get me out of this game But yeah, so I think that's why, um, you know, there's now a movement to move away from these type of games where it's just like absolutely easy. Everything feels like it's on rails, right? Mm. Um, so even... It's even an auto-aim function with your crossbow. Yeah. So even a game like Dragalia Lost, which I feel kind of plays similar to this, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's very easy as you go along. But I do feel at one point, and we, I don't think neither of us has reached this yet, it's just going to get massively hard. And the only way to get past it is to upgrade your weapons. And in order to upgrade your weapons, you're going to have to pay money, right? Mm. Um, thankfully, like I don't think I've experienced that yet, but I just know it's happening. It's going to happen at one point. 
They're coming for your for your dollars. They want they want you to be a whale. Yeah. Um. What was so? What is it? Dark Soul? No. What was that game that we played? Which is essentially the opposite of this. Grimvaller. 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 Right. Yes. And I do think that the reason why games like Grimvaller or Grim Valor. <laughs> Are becoming popular really is because it's going against this movement of mm-hmm. hey these mobile games are ridiculously easy and all I'm doing is I'm just leveling it up right and so you get get games like Grim Grim Valor which costs money but at the same time you have a really good experience as you play it because you you feel like it's actually challenging from the get go yep. you're developing your skills as a player and there is actually a story that that goes through it yeah it's very clear from the beginning what the point is or right. like what the skill required is or where the fun is. Mm-hmm. I think that was what I struggled with in this game was where's the, where's the fun thing? Where's the fun where's thing? The, where's the fun? Let me know when that occurs. Cause I have been playing. It's almost like a clicker in a way, right? You're just trying to update and upgrade the whole thing. But then there's some kind of mediocre story woven in and reasons for doing stuff, which is largely irrelevant it's really just about leveling up. Yeah. Because I have been playing a clicker on the side. Mm. Sprout, Idle Gardener, <laughs> which is a gardening clicker, mm. or at least a flower growing, growing clicker. Um, oh, great. I just earned $92 trillion while not watching. Uh, but I that, think, yeah. Yeah, but I think like that's why click, clickers are kind of ironic, right? And, it, and it's that like, if you're going to play a game like Dungeon Hunter 5, which has all its bells and whistles, if you if you think about it, it boils down to you just clicking on the screen. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you're going to do that. All games are clickers. Exactly. Whoa. Galaxy brain. <laughs> right. So that I think, was a meme. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get to the three by three. Three by threes. Three things that disappointed and three things that please. Dungeon Hunter 3. Um, good. It's a game that exists. It's a game that exists. And it's a, I mean, if you look at the elements of it, it is a solidly engineered hack and slash. Uh, If you ever want to experience what it might feel like playing a game like Diablo on your mobile phone, eh, this might be it. This might be the one that you check out. It is beautiful. It's a beautiful game. Um, What's also impressive is every weapon that you equip. um, It actually visibly shows on your character as you play it. So if you're into that kind of stuff, even like the armor and the shield, whenever you equip it, you see it, you notice the difference, blah, blah, blah. Second oh, good me. point. Oh, yeah. God. I need, <laughs> I need another good point. Okay. Um, well, the British accents are pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> Which is perhaps not what they were going for, but that did entertain me. Where Are you... Like 100% sure they weren't done by real British people? Yes. <laughs> I think so. I'm willing to put my money on that. Yeah. Prove me wrong. I'm too lazy to actually go look at the Wikipedia page for voice actors in Dungeon Hunter 5. But. I actually think it'd be hard to find the voice actors for a game like Dungeon Hunter 5. Because it's probably done uh, at a very massive scale. Like, I have a feeling the guy who did the voice probably did it for two other games on the same day. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, I got a <laughs> all of the medieval themed adventure games. Right. Just yeah, pack them in. 
yeah, and the delivery was really cheesy. So like, you know, I get it. It's like a mobile game, but come on. Like if you're going to sell the story a little bit, let's make this a little better. Um, so I'd say the last good point for good point for me is that even though this is a free game, I didn't really feel the claws of monetization for the first, you know, X amount of days that I played it for. Um, even the coin system, like it all just worked out. Like I, there weren't any annoying ads in between levels, which is very surprising. I kind of expected gardenscapes, grow your garden. <laughs> but, Sprout, idle gardener. Right. <laughs> Nothing like that showed up. On to the bad points. Oh, yeah, the tedious everyday sexism. This, I could quite happily live with never hearing about a damsel in another castle that I have to save. Mm. Like, can we just retire that as a as a plot? Yeah. That's just garbage. Like, everyone's a man. All the fighters are men. All the reasons you're fighting are just, ugh. Right, you I'm can even choose it. a female to be you, right, in the beginning. Like, you weren't able to choose a female fighter. Yeah, I don't think so. I could be wrong. I you just started off as a man. Yeah, I know. Just ugh. right. Yeah, left a bit of a sour taste. Yeah, like, uh, come on. Yeah, um, you know, just even the voice acting. It was, I'd say the voice acting is bad. Right, it's just the delivery was cheesy. The story is cheesy. It just seems to be stuck in this like weird phase of. I think we can do better, right? Yeah, I think um, after five revisions, right of like a medieval fighting game i don't know yeah i mean i can get it i can understand it you're kind of well uh, i don't know why would you (laughs) (laughs) i think while you well you're right you don't feel the claws of monetization you do feel the bland repetition of a series that's made money in the past that they're just rolling out again Mm mm-hmm Maybe more improvements there are that we didn't notice, right? Because we haven't played the other versions. Yeah. I mean, the interface we've talked about, I mean, 22 buttons, I mean, it's just bananas. I don't understand. I mean, I went through the tutorial, which was not helpful. And even now I couldn't tell you what the hell is happening. Yeah. But I know there's something around collecting, fusing, forging. Right. There's a circle they like to show you of different elements that does something. Yeah. I I don't know what that is. I'm very confused by everything as well. Oh, okay. I thought it was just me. Yeah. I know I collected some items, but none of the items are better than what I currently have, which I fused for some reason because of the tutorial. And you have to. And yeah, like, I don't know if I should be fusing them or what the fusion does. Um, It's just, yeah, kind of confusing and convoluted. Um, It doesn't make me really look forward to like, getting new items. And one of the main things about games like this is that it should get you excited uh, to get new items and to try them out Mm. right off the bat. But yeah, because of the tutorial, like even the tutorial, it didn't allow you to stray in any way. Like it said, okay, now press this button to continue. I was like, oh, I don't want to fuse this item. Maybe I just want to leave it alone and fuse it later. You literally cannot tap anywhere else. You cannot tap anywhere else. You have to fuse it. I was like, no, this is a good item I just got. I want to try it on its own. Nope, you have to fuse it. <laughs> fuse the items, yeah. evolve them into a thing and do something. So yeah, I wonder I wonder what the strategy here is. Is it to... Confuse the player so much <laughs> that they just spend hours tapping on buttons? Yes, I don't understand. Is I... it just to offload all of the tutorial in the beginning? Or actually, you know, is it is it a better idea to save it for later? 
I don't know. I am so convinced that is the way to go. Like, have it free. I don't know. Just have a open world. Just get people in there, get them right. playing, and then once they've gone, like, oh, okay, this is kind of cool. I'm into this. Then they have the inst- or the- then they have the patience to go through a tutorial to find out more. Right. <sighs> Although that didn't quite work with that Japanese zombie hunting game. What was the Japanese zombie hunting game? Um. Oh, Evolution the 12. Chinese one. Aries, the Aries virus. Oh, Aries virus. Yeah. yeah. Which dropped into an amazing game yeah. to begin with and then revealed that it was not fun after all. Right. <laughs> the old bait and switch. Yeah. Uh, all right. I think we're ready for the seven day rating. Edwin. One last bad point though. Oh, yeah. Sorry, just quickly. Um, do not try to play this with spotty Wi-Fi because mm. it not only does it not work, it doesn't realize, it doesn't even give you a warning that like, oh, I've lost connection. It just freezes up. You can't tap anything. It is completely, it's just useless. Oh, that's interesting. So it doesn't even say, oh, oopsie doopsie. Mm. Uh oh, you're offline. It just, you just can't tap anything and it freezes. That actually sounds like one of the characters within the game. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> I've that's got a bubble in my head. That's you're doing their best British impersonation. <laughs> Edwin, what is your seven day rating? Two. Two. Mine is three. I was able to play through the tutorial in the first two days and then I got to the third day, maybe gave a level a go and that was it. I don't know. Like I'm very conflicted because the game looks great. I think the the hacking and slashing, the mechanics are there for it to be really good, but because everything is just so compartmentalized and requires you to level up, like I'm not attracted by this. However, yeah. I am attracted by the potential of Blizzard's version of this game. So I know Blizzard is going to be making a game like this that is based on Diablo, which is the game that sort of you know, popularized this genre of hack and slash. Mm-hmm. I hope they don't fall into the same traps that this does in terms of making things too easy. And yeah, they remember what the fun is in a game. Right. Hopefully they'll remember. Remember what the fun is. That's uh, going to be the slogan <laughs> of my game studio. <laughs> And, but the the thing that sort of makes me wary is that the game that's making it is known to make games like this and already has a game out there that's very similar to this. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh-oh. So speaking of our ratings, uh, I would like to read you, and this is inspired by one of our favorite podcasts right now, Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet. Oh, yes, please. Which you should check it out. They read once our ratings in the most dramatic fashion. Should we should we cue the music? Please do. Title. You've completely lost your touch. <laughs> By Jacob9000. Oh, do you think that's a fun uh, touch UI joke? There will never be a Dungeon Hunter game as good as the first two games. <laughs> and they have been long gone and trapped in the past due to neglect. <laughs> they were beautiful single player story driven games. I can't even tell you the countless hours I've spent in Dungeon Hunter 1, 2, and Dungeon Hunter Alliance for the PS3 and PS Vita. <laughs> wow, that's a lot of dungeon time. Dungeon Hunter 3 was okay, but definitely a downgrade. Then Dungeon Hunter 4 released. It was a combination of a good story-driven single-player experience with a multiplayer option. And now you've gone full circle with your latest releases. 
There are countless paywalls in the new games. I miss being able to just play a game. I can't do that anymore. I have to pay a game now. <laughs> oh, is that a joke you did? I have to pay a game. I can't play a game. Oh, very good. Very good. Hopefully you come to your senses and release a real game. But like most <laughs> game companies slash publishers nowadays, you probably never will. It's a shame, really. Dungeon Hunter 2 is my favorite mobile game of all time. Oh, maybe we should have played that. Oh, no, it doesn't work because of neglect. <laughs> Too bad. I actually, you know, as funny as that was, like Jacob 9000 is hitting some really good points. Yeah, you should, you kind of just, you should come on this podcast. Yeah. So, oh, Edwin. Uh, yeah. We've just played a pretty bad game. Yep. And I got another one for you. Uh oh. <laughs> Sam, you have seven days to play Angry Birds AR, colon, Isle of Pigs. Okay. Remember when augmented reality is getting, it was a thing? Yeah. Well, they're still trying to make it a thing. Oh, no. Play Angry Birds like never before with the new augmented reality game that displays your favorite characters and gameplay in your actual environment. I know you have plenty of favorite characters and gameplay from the previous Angry Birds. <laughs> Join Red, Chuck, Bomb, and the Blues to save the stolen eggs in Angry Birds R. Mm. Isle of Pigs, a mobile augmented reality, AR in brackets, adventure. <laughs> Discover the remote island where the greedy green pigs vacation. Oh, just leave them in peace. They're having the vacation. In over 40 fun-filled levels with more to come, you can see the incredibly realistic characters along with the entire game overlaid onto your actual environment. They can stop saying actual environment whenever they want. Uh, bringing Angry Birds to life like never before, etc., etc. Well, there you go, Sam. We're going R-ing. We're going R-ing. I think this is our first uh, AR game. I know that yes. we've had games in the past that had like a side mode where you can test out the levels in AR, right? There's that drawing golf game. I yeah. forget what it's called. Yeah, it was, yes, as you say, like on the side, or you could play it in AR mode. But right. this is going full this, R. This is going full AR. Full pirate. <laughs> so, sorry, Sam. We'll you have seven days to play. Oh, boy. Angry Birds R, Isle of Pigs. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Jesus. Before we go, Edwin, things of the week. I realize this might be a terrible mistake because I live in a tiny Brooklyn apartment with no flat surfaces. Anyway, we'll see how it goes. Mm. Mm. Things of the week. I have a YouTube channel for you. Uh-oh. Alt-Shift-X. Have you heard, have you seen this? Is it a porn YouTube channel? No. That kind of content is not allowed on YouTube servers. You have to go elsewhere for that. No, Alt-Shift-X is kind of like a TV review channel, mm -hmm. much like many of the others, but they are focusing on Game of Thrones because of course they are. It's what it gets you the clicks. The hot days. topic right now. Yeah. Yep. But they're very good. They're very, so level-headed New Zealand man will tell you in a soothing tone exactly what's going on and what's happened. And they are very well researched. Um, they could run 20 to 30 minutes. There's a nice graphic style they have or in terms of the actual production it's kind of, you use like a sliding tiles effect. Mm. And then right at the end of the video, they zoom out and show you all the little tiles. Oh, interesting. Yeah, no, it's just like a whole bunch of nice little production touches like that. And it's just like a, it's like a nice man telling you interesting things about Game of Thrones for 20 minutes. I think the New Zealand accent is one of the most soothing accents to listen to. It sounds yeah. the friendliest for me. Yeah. I mean, the Southern American accents mm. from the South. 
the droll I, sometimes yeah, can I, be. Sometimes. This, this might be a little bit biased and prejudiced and maybe a little bit racist, but I do feel- That's never stopped you before. <laughs> I do feel it's hard to take like a Southern drawl seriously when they're talking about like tech stuff, oh. right? Mm. I feel like sometimes that doesn't really match, but with a New Zealand accent, I feel like they can get both into the technical and like the comforting stuff like very easily. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see that. I see that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, check it out. Alt Shift F, Alt Shift X. I've been enjoying it. So it's you're my saying morning like coffee. Each episode is about thirty minutes. Oh, Do boy. they get into like each episode, or is it just more like a uh, a big summary type deal? A little of both. I think before the new season launch, they did uh, you know, some recaps, mm. and then they, yeah, they're now releasing analysis videos after each episode drops. And then sometimes some like character specific stuff to remind you of what their arc was. Cool. Yeah. Overall, are they happy with the how the Game of Thrones is turning out to be? They are like I think like most people, medium. Mm. Medium happy about it. I'm not happy. Yeah. Yeah, my boyfriend is not happy either. <laughs> well, maybe that's another topic. That is probably another topic. We should my, wait for the end of the season. Yeah, we'll wait until the end and maybe we I don't know. Have a have an extra episode on just summarizing our feelings on this emotional roller coaster that has been Game of Thrones. Oh, we can play Reigns Game of Thrones edition. Mm. That was the only Game of Thrones, which I think is done. actually considered the best Game of Thrones game. Mm. The game of Game of Thrones. Uh, my thing of the week is revisiting an old game. Oh, so recently a lot of games have been driving up my anxiety. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Driving games? In particular, PUBG Mobile okay. is gets me really clenched. Okay. Yep. Yeah, we can't play it together anymore. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to normalize That's myself okay. so that we can still we can still continue to play. You gotta look after yourself first. But not the demands of your co-host. So I tried to go the opposite direction in finding quite possibly the most peaceful game. Uh, and so I revisited Stardew Valley. I'm not sure I'd mm. Okay, yes. It is certainly more peaceful than PUBG. Yes. But it is kind of stressful because you're doing like work, right? Well, I just got scared by, you know, the wizards and that there's something weird going on. Mm, actually, it's quite quite nice. Is it quite nice? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Perhaps I was just I always expect the worst. So what's really interesting is um I'm not playing it on the phone. Mm-hmm. I'm playing it on the iPad mini with the pencil. Oh, interesting. So uh, Not even the Switch. Yeah, not even on the Switch. Because even on the Switch version and on the PC version, you have to flip over to your different items to actually use it. Like if you're going to chop down a tree, you got to go switch it over to the axe and then chop it down. But with the iPad and the iPhone versions, if you just click on the tree, it automatically changes over to the axe and chops it for you. So a lot of that uh, menial switching is done for you. Oh, you mean they realized that the fun part of the game wasn't selecting precisely the right tool to pre- perform the precise action you need on that square. Okay, right. Good. And yeah. speaking of precise, that was the issue with the mm. iPhone version because not that I have a giant fingers mm-hmm. or a giant finger. But a lot of your complaints do seem to stem <laughs> around the touch interface. <laughs> I'm now able to use a precise Apple Pencil to, <laughs> to make sure I'm clicking on the right square. That's cool that it supports it as well. Yeah, yeah it supports it. Um, and it supports it really well. Like it gets rid of the, uh, I guess the the hand detection, right? Mm. Um, and at the same time, yeah, like I'm able to control it just fine. And considering that the game has nine different control 
oh, options. <laughs> yes. You're able to That's choose bonkers. the one that fits you. And did you find one that does? Well, yeah, it's just the default one. It okay. sort of just like works with yeah. the Apple Pencil. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Right. And it's quite delightful. Uh, I've actually played it the longest I've ever had. Oh. Yeah. Perhaps you need to go back and revise your original seven-day rating. Mm, but this is on the iPad, so it might be different. I might, I might do that. We'll see. Mm. Yeah. Well, I don't think you'll be playing this week's game for that long because you have seven <laughs> days to play. <laughs> you have seven days to play. Angry Birds are. I, I love pigs. <laughs> it says, yeah, that's weird because it, it sounded like you said you love pigs. <laughs> I mean, they are delicious. They're delicious. <laughs> and that's our show. If you want to find us on Facebook, too bad, you can't. But you might be able to find us on Instagram. And Twitter, at 7 Days to Play. 7 Days to Play! 7 Days to Play!